Jacko loves stray dogs. Beastie loves to loaf. Hear what they say about playing the game. You can't hear it today. I said now. Legal Councils brought to you by Rugby Pass, the premier destination for rugby and league fans in Asia. Streaming international test matches, the NRL, State of Origin, the Rugby Championship and more to your device wherever you are in Asia. Every match on Rugby Pass is available live and on demand and is carried in HD quality with adaptive streams to match your connection. Welcome back to Legal Council. We've had a week off, but as we always do, we're crossing over the Asian... Oh, what, what ocean are we crossing over? Obviously, uh, you're break. crossing over the Arafura Sea, you're crossing over the Straits of Malacca, you're straight crossing over the South China Sea. South China Sea, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you're the guy that we're talking to, Jack Muir, Hong Kong Board Rugby Rugby League member. How's it going, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Nice to hear your voice again and uh, get into this good game. You know, uh, this game of Rugby League we love. I'll tell you what, I, 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 you know, I think I mentioned it on the um, show a couple of weeks ago. I was a bit disappointed about the standard of our game in the NRL this year, but I've actually, the last couple of rounds have just sort of spruiked my um, interest a wee bit more. I think there's been a couple of really good games of football, and obviously we're moving into September. I think things are exciting for us leagueies. You can smell September. The, the, the great league saying that it is is when you know that when the days get slightly brighter, the football in the last four and five rounds is arguably as good as the finals. You can start have you seen, September. Have you seen that Fox Sports ad for the finals? No. It's like a snuff movie. It's quite. I, I, did, I saw it the other night like, without audio on, but it was really. Um, it was. Uh, I like the. I like how Fox League mixed stuff up. You know, snuff movies. So sort of like that movie Eight Millimeter starring Nicholas Cage, Cage based. Quite. Then, yeah, it's exactly. That's what I think. That's what the ad reminded me of. And it'd be interesting to hear views on it next week when you see it. Trivia question: Who was the infamous? Uh, I don't want to say protagonist because that's not the right word, but the. Um, the villain, I'll say, in 8mm, what was his name, the snuff guy? So it wasn't, um, not the actor's name? No. Uh, was it uh, Michael Darley? <laughs> no, it was Machine. Oh. Really? Okay, yeah, I'm not into this. I didn't know sure. that because when we used to play um, cricket back in, uh, back in the day, club days, we had a bloke who was quite a heavy set boy, uh, bloke and he was mus- very muscle-bound like Machine, so we used to call him Machine. And when he ran and off a long run up, we'd go, come on, machine. And he would stop and say, don't fucking call me machine in the middle of a game. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Uh, oh. William Catherwood, as uh, many listeners will know, um, and we'll uh, discover the likeness between the character machine. But back to rugby league and not cricket. I agree with you, mate. I think the game's heating up. I think it started the Friday before last with the Eels oh. Broncos. Which who thought that they were going to win that game? And, and uh, no one thought that, did they? They're just the thing about the Eagles is they're winning games and they're playing shit. And then a sign of a good team. Just, it's sign of a good team. It's sign of a good team. And I still don't think they can win the comp, but it's no. gonna, they, they could finish top four. They could conceivably. But I thought right leading up to that game, then I and I've probably said it on the show multiple times. I said they'll lose that game and then that'll be about them for the season and they won't make the eight. But they are going to make the eight. They're going to finish probably no lower than, what would you say? Five. 
Well, they've got such a good draw. They're in fifth at the moment. Exactly, exactly. But let's just say if they lose this week, they will get overtaken by North Queensland and Manly. Yep. Um, And then Penrith will be two points behind them if Penrith win. So they could still finish conceivably eighth. Well, they can't lose the Knights this weekend, can they? Not at home. Well, there's no reason why the Knights can't win that game. Well, come on, mate. They've bit up dragons and the warriors not really it's I'm not, not taking them away from the knights it's but it's not a murderer's row of um, football sides is it the dragons no, exactly. and, the, um, and the warriors but on the eels who is who do you who do you think in that side is basically the the heart and soul I mean there's they don't guys. seem to have there's two guys one who's not playing he was the best player for the season and probably would have gone close to the Dally M Clint Gutherson Oh, come on. Not he would have. He would have got close to the Daly M, I reckon. Gee, some people love him. Some people call him the king. He's a footballer. He is just a guy that you he didn't... He used to Has play he played enough first-grade games to have a haircut like that? Yes. He and does, a yeah. combination. Yep. Quite, quite. But also, like, about four years ago, I remember him on the wing for Manly, and he had a full bowl cut with a zero undercut. And I was thinking, this guy, who the fuck is that? We'll never see him again. And he pops up at Parramatta playing six last year, and he's just revolutionising yep. the position. Why doesn't he get talked about in rep circles? Uh, I just don't... I think, think he does occasionally, but just he's just... Uh, yeah, he's not that type of bloke, is he? He's not... Like, when you say rep, I'm, I'm thinking that you mean origin, because he's not really a quote-unquote origin player or fit for the origin arena because his game isn't you know his game's too expansive yeah agreed and he's well he's definitely not really for Australia no but you know if the kangaroos picked a, a kangaroo tour and he was still fit and let's just say you know how you always get the grand final yeah. the grand final yeah. bonus like if you're in a team that yeah. played the grand final or up and up and about the grand final you always had a couple of players that would make the kangaroos that really just were there because they were playing football at that time of year. It's, you know, yeah, yeah. the, and you're the right. final tax, I call it. You get some of those players that will never play Origin but are more Australian-based. Like, I think of players like, not that they didn't play Origin, but they're more likely to get picked for Australia than uh, Origin. And that's, uh, yeah, you're right, you're a Gufferson. Um, I'm thinking about a David Williams. Yeah, David uh, Williams. Um, so I think back in the day, you had like guys like David Ferner, um, Paul Hoff, yep. Willie Kahn, guys that were just in juggernaut teams um, and were just, you know, circumstantial, I so, guess. Okay. So the half of what you're saying is Clint Gutherson, who's the other like Not Corey Norman. Nathan Brown. Yes, agreed. A phenomenal footballer. And Fuck. So how do you let a player like him go? Oh, well, South Sydney, their retention program in the last three or four years has just been awful. Since they won yep. the GF in 2014, they've lost some bloody good players. They've lost Ben T.O. to rugby straight away. Yep. They lost Sam Burgess straight away to rugby. They lost Luke Carey, who's doing bloody well. They lost Nathan Brown. Cameron McGuinness. They lost Cameron McGuinness. Upside Coruscant. Abis- He's Abis- playing good Did football. they have... Fuck. They were yeah, he played the final 2014. Yeah, yeah, I mean... and I think he's the most improved player in the comp. Probably with Nathan Brown, would be up there too. Yeah, now Nathan Brown, I don't know if I've seen on the show, he gee, reminds me of a Paul Carter. He's like a Paul Carter on the straight and narrow. Paul Carter is the reason... He has the similar type of game. David Vileckis, isn't it? He was covering for Paul Carter. Uh, Paul Carter had the bag. Yeah, he didn't get done for David Ilecki's escape. He got done for Chiz. Yeah, you'd like about 
you know, a tiniest little slither in a bag. But he was he the bag was passed to him by Carter. My sources tell me. Not Solomon. We're talking here. We're talking about Paul Carter, the the absolute grub of a man. <laughs> yeah, quote. I remember in the nines three years ago. I was actually at a concert, I think, and the final. And um, a mate of mine who's a big um, big bunnies man, Krivy, sticks me and goes, "How good is this Carter guy? Spelt C A T E R." Brilliant. Um, back to the top eight. So you did say the eels are in, right? And yeah, I think Manly, they were on the absolute brink um, on Saturday, and they were down to the Roosters. And you thought goodbye. Did you say goodbye to the Eagles at halftime? Mm, no, I didn't. But I'd, I'd say if they played all their games on a Sunday afternoon at Brookvale over from here on in, that'd be premieres. Okay, so they are. What a, what a sight that is! Yeah, they just something makes me think. Is Trent Barry a good coach? Yes, he is. And um, Fuck. someone was saying that the other day. Someone said he's going to be the next Wayne Bennett. Oh, that, that's a stupid thing to throw around. No, but he doesn't have a great. He doesn't have a good um, roster. He's too sexy to be a Wayne Bennett. Mm, yeah, I know. I just I like the I like this side. I like I like they just and DC just compliments. Apparently, he did like a really good speech at halftime. It was like um, any given Sunday, which you don't expect from a bloke like bloke like DC. Are you serious, or are you winding me up because he's just not a disliked? He's not a well liked bloke. No, that's what came out of the media today. He did a big uh, speech. Really? Well, he's yeah, amazing. He, eh? he wound them up. Um, so the Eagles. In fact, I'll tell you what. DCE would be one of my favourite um, players to prank call, um, <laughs> and I reckon that could be a. Di- would that? Would we get in trouble if we made that a, uh, a feature on legal counsel? Like every week, just do a ten-minute prank call to a current or former player. A current regular. Is it legal to prank call people? Uh... Is it illegal to cold call people? Because you could just ring that up and say, "Oh, mate, you missed your doctor's appointment to like SKD," and he go, "What? Uh, is this Sean Kenny Bruce?" He's like, oh, "No, nah. oh, okay." Um, looking, looking, actually, looking at the draw, so. The Eagles have actually got quite a tough run home. They've got in round yep. twenty six, working backwards here, round twenty six. But you sort of, hey, Rehari, you sort of like that because mm. it gets you ready for finals football. But like there's a, I think there's a happy medium. Yeah, true, 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 true. But I mean, yeah, you want to be playing proper finals football. You want to, you want to deserve to be there. There's no point in having an easy run yep. in. But with exactly. Like, so, is there really any point finishing eighth and getting bowled out sixty points first round? Like, no, because they play fifth now. So it's not one no. it's eighth anymore. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. You can still lose by 60. All right, let's just look at the run home. I mean, no, no one wants to lose by 60. Um, Panthers play the... Sorry, Manly play the Tigers, the Dogs, the Warriors, and the Panthers. So they'll probably win three mm, of those. Two at least. If they're premier contenders, they need to win four. If they win four, they're premiership contenders. Ah, there's no way. that They're not premiership contenders. They're just not. Okay. Even now, if they Penrith, were four. Now, Penrith in eighth spot have got the Cowboys at home, Raiders away, yep. Dragons at home, Eagles away. They've got a very tough draw. You'd still yes. say they'll get two done. They'll get two. Now, the yep. Dragons have got the Titans at home, Broncos away, Panthers away, and Dogs away. You'd probably say yep. they'll get two there. But the Raiders, 
have got the Warriors away, <coughs> Panthers at home, Knights away, and the Storm away. So to me, Probably if Raiders won all four, yeah. they are premiership contenders. The Raiders... And they'll make the top eight. And they'll make the top eight. And at the end of the day, you only want people making the top eight if they can actually win the premiership. Yeah. Right? Even if they win... Look, even if they win all four and Penrith they may in not eighth spot, win two. Win three. Um, win two, really? Win two, they'll be tied. And it's four and against Canberra plus... 53, Penrith plus 51. So, to be honest, I think Canberra are gone. But, as I said to you, would you, and I, don't, I think I know your answer to this, but don't Raiders have more of a chance of going further if they make the eight than the Panthers? Agree, but what about this What about this for a, um, a random punt? Sixth place, North Queensland. Home yep. to Penrith, away to Cronulla, home to West Tigers, away to Brisbane. So you could see them only winning one and finishing on 30 points. Yeah, if only could, won one, they don't deserve they, to be there. They could potentially drop out. So the Panthers have to beat them there. Yeah. So look, I think I think the top eight is as it is. I think the top eight stands. Okay, I'm, ha- I'm not really happy about that because I really want to... You know, I've said it, I don't like R- Ricky, but I like the Raiders. Well, I thought we've turned on Ricky. I think we do like Ricky now, don't we? I don't like him. Like, I think he, you like him as an easy, like, just... There's nothing better than seeing Ricky blow up at a press conference. Nothing better. It's almost cute now. Apart from, actually, there's one thing better, and that's when Jeff Toovey calls for an investigation. At a yeah, exactly. <laughs> they are a brilliant guy. And, I mean, Bennett could learn a lot from them in terms of really turning on a press conference. Oh, shit, yeah. 100%. I mean, Bennett is a bad press conference man. He does not even actually give anyone anything. I think he's been watching Greg Popovich yeah. in the NFL, uh, NBA. Um, but don't the players love Popovich? They do, but I think he just, he just, just gives them yeah. nothing. He's the Bill Belichick of the NFL as well, just does not give the media anything. And I think Bennett's sort of long been subscribing to that theory. Um, yep. But, you know, he's how long does he go for, Bennett? How much longer? Uh, geez, he's just re- rejuvenated, rejuvenated his sex life, so that will give him a couple more years. Um, Has he had a stroke before, Wayne Bennett? Uh, no, 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 he's not that bad. Because you know how sometimes it looks like sort of his face has slightly got that caved in sort of feeling? Yeah, but he had that He had that when he was playing for South Brisbane, didn't he? Okay, is that just sort of just a uh, visual um, issue he's got? Yeah, look, it's not... not we, we don't need to go into it. All right. What about this Dallium award this year? Is it the most open Dallium for... Or is it just Cameron Smith that's locked it up again? I was about to say that. I was like, shit, yeah, it could be open. And then Gutherson's gone down, who would have been just such a wild card. Um, yep. I think Cameron Smith has got it relatively sewn up, but you just don't know. Cherry Evans, I think, like what you said, if they sort of run the slate in the end... You know he's probably got the ability to um, to get pretty close. Uh, it's yep. always with the storm. If you win it and you're in the storm, you're doing pretty bloody well because you're, you're coming up against um, you know you cancelling each other out with Kronk and Slater every week, which was basically made me think it's a ridiculous award, isn't it? The it is a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about what? Why what not? What about Michael Morgan? Um. 
Yeah, he's he's as good a chance as any. I think Thurston would have taken points off him in the season earlier, though. Roger, yeah, Roger Tuivasa Sheik apparently is quite high. He was because he's he was he's been playing in the yeah, dog tucker team for for the year. But with the Daly, but, the, but that's what, example of a guy not playing well, but he's in such a shit team, he gets the three points. Exactly. But what, what's the um, what's the uh, you know the rugby league week magazine did the yep. um, ratings. The thing I like about yes. that is that everyone gets a rating one to ten, and then yep. you know yep. you don't cancel each other out. So Cooper Cronk and um, Cameron Smith can get eights every week, and they'll still be at the top, and yep. that's probably how it should be. But it's just bloody hard to yes. rate that many people and get consistency across the board, really, isn't it? No, it is. And what do I? In some, um, I think the VFL, the ref chooses it. Yeah, they, and that's the way that the Rothmans Medal was. So before mm, the okay. game, it used to be called the Rothmans Medal, um, and the referees gave it out. Um, the best they just had the best and fairest. I think they did a three-two-one, and I think that's how um, I think that's how AFL do it. But I think if AFL, if you get suspended, you can't win it. Yeah, that's shit. Because I mean, you get, everyone should every good, good damn league should get, uh, suspended, get suspended. You know. Um, the other thing is, I was thinking. Have we? Oh, there's also the William medals, which are becoming quite famous. Hmm. But again, we've discussed it before. You can only win the William medal if you consistently stay in the team. Hmm. Um, so, the other thing I was thinking about: since rugby league week has went defunct, there is a big gap. There's a market for a website that just does zero to ten each week. Do yep. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I mean, where is that? that? That used to be. I think that was the funnest part of rugby league week, like just getting down into that boys' high reading pit in the library, just with um, you know the cardboard around the rugby league week, and just going in there and looking at how Preston Campbell had done <laughs> at Shark Park at fullback when Petey was injured. That was rugby league week for me. And now we have this. They only pull it out for really big games, like they'll do the um, zero to zero to ten. And speaking yeah. of which, though, Preston Campbell, he actually won the Daily M himself that year for the Sharks, didn't he? Exactly. And how many great games of red football did he play? None. None. No, do you call it Indigenous Arts an All Stars rep? Oh, no, I don't know. It's a carnival. Um, salary cap, right? There's quite a lot of talk in the last three weeks that they're very close to releasing the salary cap, which is they everyone, I think, the NRL went through the process of. Um, they haven't quite articulated what the value is and teams were free to spend and sign players on a projected basis that was close to $10 million. But I think now it's going to be closer to 9.2 or 9.3. And yep. what's that forced clubs to do? They still don't know what the value is, is they've signed players and they're not sure what the value is, meaning that they could be left with some contracts that are going to have to be shared on their books. So there's going to be an unexpected off-season frenzy this year at the NRL is when... Just probably during the World Cup too, there'll be a real signing frenzy and I don't know, clubs that are well under the cup could find themselves getting cut price deals from teams like yep. the Dogs who have gone and signed Aaron Woods, Kieran Foran um, and big name contracts and then they're having to offload guys like Cassiano, Greg Eastwood, maybe even James yep. Graham. Um, so I think that's going to be a low-key storyline in the off-season is that just heaps of pretty decent first grade players are going to become available and if you are a fan of the Titans or the Warriors shit you yep. just be better be hoping that you can get some decent players um, it's also awesome for the World Cup too because it'll mean that a lot of these teams uh, players and the Nations are really 
they can put their uh, wares on show to just secure a, a decent contract 2018 really gives the um, the pinnacle of our game a bit more to, you know, a bit more to work with it'd be bloody good to see a few extra Fijians that didn't play wing in the competition like you know was it Kakao who plays for Penrith that big yes. second yeah, rower yeah. who is like just him. six foot five um, coming in Eloni Vunasiki yeah is that the guy from um, the Roosters yeah, the rubbish tip that got it. Uh, I think he's a rubbish man. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a, they're not frosted tips, mate. They're all the way, not just the tips. But what a way to make a living. Like, that is the job where you finish at, because you'd finish about one, wouldn't you? Hmm. And you deserve to go down and just have a nice cold Skewy. schooner yeah, in nice. your high-vis vest. That is living. Well, that's actually, when I was young, no bullshit, I wanted to be a Garbo because I used to, um, all of the um, footy players were Garbovers um, back in the day in New Zealand and they used to run behind yeah. before the trucks got real um, progressive and they had all the um, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know computerised whatever it was yeah, they used to just run flights. behind them and they used to do sort of 10 and 12 um, K days running behind the truck and I was just going shit that's what I want to do when I grow up just be a footy oh, player and run behind a garbage truck in my line of work it's, even if I have a really tough day there's nothing like when I used to be like a road worker and you'd be just Physically. or just just physically that beer it's like and you I think DB Dominion Brewery's got it did they say it was a measure of a man's thirst uh, that is Lion Red that might be VB but Lion oh, Red but, yeah, oh, yeah maybe Lion Red but was just and, and they do it so well the um, breweries because they like there's one they aim at that uh, real masculine feeling of you deserve a beer there's the certain beers that are that you can't in terms of the scale of how good a beer can taste like doing manual physical labour is right up there playing a game of golf seems to be just a hugely rewarding beer afterwards as did standing field or playing cricket and getting baked in the sun yes Um, yes yes the beer just has to be so cold yeah sometimes post footy the first beer, it's almost too much for you, you know, like because you're just battered and bruised yeah. and physically, you know, a beer yeah, isn't, yeah. You, you often need to hydrate. Whereas with a, a less physical sport like golf yes. or cricket, you just want to chop it. It so goes quick. hand in hand. It yeah. goes hand in hand. And just, oh, oh I, like, I do. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> That's rugby league, though, isn't it? Well, it is. It is. Um, how bad are the dogs? They are. Now, look, we. We're glossing, we're, over, quite, we're glossing um, over some other teams, but how bad are the dogs? No, but the dogs, we had some um, good, good sort of vibes about them earlier there when they started doing the short kickoff. And this show has always <laughs> said the short kickoff. That's what we thought. Oh, Dizzy's actually trying something here. Dizzy no, is short dropouts, which, which are even more makes sense. They make the but, most sense. I know, but what is just a great symbol of their season? The, their short drops are so shit now. Like, Bayer can't even. Oh, he's lost so much confidence. He does a short kickoff like literally twenty-five meters, and no one can actually even get there because he's. It's it's fucked. If you're gonna do a short kickoff, have a dig at getting at twelve meters. It's just it's turned into nothing. Hasler's lost it. I feel sorry for um, M- Moses and Bay. I don't know what's happened to him or if he was any good. He just seems like a really nice bloke. But if you're the Sharks next year. I tell you what they'd be thinking about doing is playing in Bay at Hooker and playing New Brown at seven. 
Because New Brown is a footballer. Oh, he is good. He, he was playing this week after that horrific knee to the head. <clears throat> Let's not get into that. But that was one of the worst, um, you know, it was the old Matthew Rich, get your head in the wrong position. But Just gee whiz, that was bad. refereeing decision that to penalise Lazone, I think it was, for lifting his... Um, oh, it was Sam Lazone, yeah. There's, there's he didn't never, lift his knee. It was Big Smith style. There's never been a lower standard. And I don't want to talk about it because it's boring for listeners. You don't want to hear how shit the refereeing is. But that's what it is. It's terrible. Yeah, oh, hopes. Mate, and I'm, I'm the first one to admit the Warriors got towed up by the Knights. Oh. There was a call, and you were putting Cole at a bed or something. Mm. Literally, we got some momentum. Mason Leno put, kicked it in nicely for an, a second... Um, uh, repeat set in the, uh, in the early in the first half and the ref goes blow it up and blow a penalty to Newcastle for offside they just showed a replay like it's the dumbest like okay you can get some calls wrong but that one was just ridiculous it's like that showed it's stunned, didn't it it's not like a fix yeah it, no but it, I think it's they could it was like oh the Warriors are doing too well here they never get repeat sets it's just it, and I know the Warriors wouldn't have won, but it just ruins the momentum of the game, especially for, like, repeat sets. That's that's rugby league, you know? It's It was terrible. But anyway. Do we chat... I mean, how much do we cover about how bad the Warriors... I don't think people understand... Well, hang on, we haven't... Now, here we go, Yeah. We haven't... Let's not focus on the Warriors. I've never won a wooden spoon. Let's start talking why the dogs are still bad, because they they need to get more right. the dog, grief. Because the dogs... their attack is fucking hopeless. Yeah, the dogs are as bad... To, I mean, the Warriors, apart from the weekend against the Knights, where they were truly, truly horrific, and I think that you'll see quite yep. a few heads roll. Before that, at least they were competing in games and actually, you know, looking half decent. They're still shit. Yep. The Dogs yep. is... This iteration of the Dogs reminds me of the Dragons from last year. Just horrible oh. to watch. No structure, no flair, just no idea. Um, maybe... Who, What's going to happen for them? I mean, they've got Woods coming. Hasler can't coming. keep his job because th- th- this is... Ha- this. It's on Hasler. A lot the, of it's the, on Hasler. A lot of it is on Hasler. I mean, he has to... His job is on the line these next four rounds. I, I still... Even if he came out and won, they can't win. They can't blow teams away because they just don't have the... But look at their team. Reynolds can attack. Mm. They should... They should I mean, how should happen. they? They kept again. They kept him by. I'd be. I would have said. Wow, I would have skipped Josh Reynolds. What has Moses and well, ever done? Yeah, he's just. Look, do you want to um, let our listeners know what Kieran Fong was up to on Sunday? No. Why not? That's no, allegedly. I think, we're not. We're not no, hang on. It's no, allegedly, but it's a decent source, mate. No, we're not. We're talking about other stuff. Why not? We well, do you not believe he did it. We're talking about the dogs. What do they have to do for next yes, year? Yes, he's going to the dogs next year. What what does Des does how, who would replace Des Jim Dimmick? Don't mind Jim Dimmick. Um, I've heard Dean Pay around the around the actually Dean No 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 no. There's someone they were gonna they were gonna get it. No Madge. Huh? Madge won't leave. Nah, I don't think so. What is it with the bunnies now? That like this sort of the the season arc of the last two seasons has been to start okay then go horrible, are going to be the worst team in the comp mid-season, and then turn into finals no, contenders in the last four weeks. Like, what they're is They're not that? finals contenders, mate. But... No, but just, like, they can't make the finals, but they play like a finals team, if you know what I mean. Like, they just, as tease. I'd rather than... Yeah, but that's, oh, that's South Sydney, though, right? It's just gritty and... Determined. It's just... It's determined. 
Look, Did you see the end of that dragon? Things could have panned out completely differently if English didn't go down that first round. You lo lose one of the great players of our game. Them. You killed them. Look, I did, but I can, I can, I can, I have a, uh, a get out clause there because GI went down first round, so you can't sing me off about that. Yeah, GI's not that good that he can turn that team around. Mate, GI, on his day, and probably haven't seen it lately, but. I saw um, who was getting interviewed the other day on that bloody show of Dean and Kemp's. Um, might have been Dylan Farrell, no. and he basically said that Inglis was literally great. Like he had to mark him, and remember when he was just young, like that Test match New Zealand played against Australia at Olympic Park, 2006 at Eddie Hard Stadium, hmm. and he just fended Brent Webb away like he was a fly. He was just 19. an athlete, but 19. now. Mate, we're going to miss him when he retires. Yeah, I know. We haven't seen a lot of Greg Inglis lately, have we? We haven't seen a fully no, fit but he's still, Mate, we haven't. But even when he's not fit, he's still class. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what he does. Do you... Okay, in, in, in the next three years, he can't play fullback, I don't think. I don't think he'd have the pace. Yeah. And I don't think that he would be... I mean, do you bring Greg Inglis into the six jersey or the, the centres? For the rest of his career, what do you do? Six. Well, I mean, he's done six before. Didn't he win Delhi? Or he won no, the he won a comp. No, he won at six. He won a comp at six. He's a. I just like him at fullback. I like him getting his hands on the ball. Um, he's obviously going through a bit of depression at the moment. So, mm. yeah, you would if you're a gazelle like that. And you're not playing league, I suppose. Have you seen that um, Newcastle Knights side floating around online the last sort of couple of weeks? around their potential lineup for next year. And it's got a couple of speculative ones, but Kalen Ponga, Nathan Ross, Tao Tao Monga, Sean Kenny Dow, Peter Mataltea, Connor Watson, James Maloney, obviously not confirmed, Daniel Sarviti. No, but I, Brock Lamb, Brock Lamb's decent. He's, he's decent. Daniel Sarviti, yeah. who the Safiti boys, have, they're actually decent now. Daniel Levy, Herman Esse Esse, Aidan Guerra, Sione Mataltea, who looks to have improved, Mitch Barnett, Jamie Bura, Luke Yates, Jacob Safedi, and Leilani Latu. Gee, not a bad side. Not a bad exciting. side. It just that goes to show you that they've just made four or five moves, and they've stuck around some of these young guys. That's an exciting team. Like, they might be still shit next year, but that's an exciting team to watch. Yeah, they are. I mean, and what are your thoughts on Nathan Brown as a coach? I've always thought he's okay. I mean, who knows if he's? I mean, yeah, I mean, you don't... he slapped he slapped Trent Bear in the face, and I love that about him. It's not a bad um, if you because you get a bit more years out of contract if you just coach a shit team because he has never like you when do you say that, that Brown? Oh fuck! I mean, look, I don't want to go there, but I, I'm harking back now to we made the wrong decision with Bluey. We got rid of him too early. But if you look at it now, mate, mate, we have not been competitive since we lost Bluey. And Bluey, Hang on we a minute, lost mate. a lot of games Hang close. On a minute, mate. Hang on a minute, mate. Matthew Elliott at one stage of the season, in his second season, was in the top four. The year after, Andrew McFadden, uh, two years after, in 2015, Andrew McFadden had the team at fourth place before Sean Johnson went down, and we lost our last seven. Um, so, mate, Brian McLennan, on the season that McLennan coached... No, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> We're going to have to, because you brought it up. He was fucking no, we, I disagree. He was. He was we were playing hate. good football, you know. It's a tight competition. I've, someone said today that it all the rot started with him. 
Um, I find that harsh. Well, it, it, but it, it, technically it did because he coached us the year after we made the grand final and every year after that we've been almost the identical season. You start if, you start no, horribly, no. then you come good through the origin period and then you completely go off the reservation. But we never, I, I, we never got tell... Every team we can... Like, at least that year... We, if we played up against, let's say, who was 2012 Premier, it was Dogs, we could no, have beaten the, them. But the, we dogs unla- the Dogs didn't win it, 2012. Yeah, Storm, they did. The Storm won it. Oh, sorry, 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 Storm and Dogs were big teams. But if we played them, actually, what year was it the Anzac Test? It was. It was 2012, I'm sure. And you rang me up so tanked on your Anzac Day piss up in Sydney, mm. just giving it to Chris Nunn and you. Was, was that 2012? After the Warriors lost to the Storm. Storm. But yeah. we should have won that. Yeah, but Chris Nunn and, did and what Chris Nunn does. And then he went to the Dogs mid-season it and just became the best woman in the world. <laughs> oh, fuck. That Chris Nunn, I just don't get away. Oh, fucking brilliant. Um, pushing in scrums. Did you see who pushed in scrum the other day? Um, the Eels. The Eels. Yeah, against... Uh, they played the... Um, they dogs. Yeah, the dogs. In that hor- horrible weather. Um, oh, yeah. They almost got the ball back, but that's got to be done as a surprise move more often. Again, the Warriors are not big at doing that. They should be done more we often. We were a while back. Yeah, we were. You need to you use it when... Yeah, you keep it up your sleeve. What do you do? Do you yell out cattle dog when you need to do it, or how do you do it? you got to have something. Well, it's just something. you got to have something. Yeah, you just pat the... Well, what were your rah-rah line out calls? Uh, I was never really in the forward, so I wouldn't know. But you need to sort of disguise it somehow. Yeah, fuck yeah. But it's, it's, an un, it's an underrated move. There's so many little nuances oh, like that. Did that. you see the Warriors did no. a mousetrap? I know. I was going to say, who invented the mousetrap? I was just... I think Benny Elias was a big nah. user of nah. it. No. Nah. The Dragons did in probably the late 90s. Nathan Blacklock used to go on hey, early. They didn't and invent them. The mousetrap was around in the 80s. No, no, no. The dream. Yes, it was. Don't mate, embarrassing no. yourself, mate. You are gonna, people are going to say this guy does not know league. You got, I'm going to have to stop you. No one's going to say all that, mate. They fucking will if you tell them that the mousetrap wasn't involved. You're going to have listeners the first time I saw it, The first time I saw it was the Dragons late 90s. Well, people are going to say, well, what were you doing in the 80s? Were you even watching League? That's what they're going to say. Okay, hang, on, hang on, mate. I've gone to YouTube. Yeah. And look at this. The first thing I type in is the mousetrap rugby league. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's Nathan Brown and Mundine doing it. And this was 90... Yeah, I'm sure that they did it, mate. I've seen Benny Elias do it in the 80s. But, we used but, to do it at lunchtime in the league in 92. But there's no earlier um, mousetrap on YouTube than that. I'll look it I've up. I've just been vindicated. I'll look it up. I'm sure some of our listeners can, can um, hold it in front of your face and probably probably send some clips in. Um, when I was watching the dogs and how shit the dogs are, I was watching what made me feel sorry for him because he's giving it his all, but he was just so... He, he, was, he was cooked. Chase Stanley... What a sort oh. of promising, what a promising play. Remember when he, when he was a schoolboy? He was playing as a schoolboy for the Dragons on the wing. Oh, no, it was like oh, a no. tug of war between New Zealand and Australia. And one of the really rare ones that we won back then used to always go to Australia if they had any eligibility yep. um, calls. And then his, he's just, I think he said four knee reconstructions. He went to the storm after the... Um, the Dragons, yep. after having so many, and then he went back to the Dragons, then he went to the Dogs. Cole Stanley was another one who just, he had four knee reconstructions oh. and retired. Um, oh, no. But then it made me think, like, 
there's not that many like class players that have just been struck down in their prime and not really been able to ever play on. Gerald Yo Yo. Actually, that's a good example. Yo Yo's and Aaron Ritson. Yeah, concussed based. Yeah. Um, John Lomax for him to the for the for him to the head. Aaron uh, Adam Docker. Uh, also Adam Ritson. Yeah. Uh, Adam Docker. No, Aaron, yes, Ritson. Was, Aaron Ritson and Adam Docker. That was Adam Ritson. Uh, was it? Because he he made his debut when he was sixteen. Yeah, he did. So you need to build it around. They changed, they changed the rules. Yeah, quite. But yes, another good call is um, Adam Docker because I was seeing yeah. him out the other day. I was like, where the fuck's Adam? He was a good little footballer. Remember when him and Nigel Plum were like they weren't the Bash brothers, but oh. they were just like the tackle around the legs brothers. Yeah, 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 wow. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Plum was more just below the waistline. Gee, Plum was a could dumpy t- guy. Plum. It yeah, annoys Plum. me that you can't put people over the horizontal because you should be able to a controlled dump tackle when you pick someone up and drive them back and slam them on the back. Is a You're great still allowed to do that. Yeah, but it's just too much of this. It's it's scared it out of the game with the horizontal tackles. Yeah, okay, I don't know what you're saying. So, Jarrell, yo, yeah, I mean, you got your Chase Stanleys. Who else you got? Just Brady Malum. Who? For the Warriors? Brady Malum. What did he do? Yeah. Well, he did his activities. I know, you're just throwing names out there. I'm not. You actually can't tell me what he did injury-wise. And he's not even a player that should be discussed. He was a a guy that got two games for the Warriors and was terrible. Played two tests for the Kiwis. Well, do you actually... uh, uh, Hang on, this is a question. He played two games in that that tri-series, remember? Does that go down as a test? Nah, it doesn't go down as a test. He did not play two games in there, did he? In the Super League tri-series, yes. He did not. Which we got absolutely ripped off by the refs. Remember that um, Super League tri series when it was New South Wales Queensland? This game he played in. That's, yeah, that's, that's two tests, but they're not tests yet, I suppose. That was basically and who the was the Warriors team. Was that? Who was the coach of the Kiwis? Frank Enigot. No. He was uh, a selector. It was Graham Norton. You know, he was fagging all the time on the sidelines. Good on him. Which we miss now. Why does the coach smoke anymore? Who smokes? Who's a coach that smokes? Wayne Bennett smoked Bronze. yesterday, didn't he? Uh, Lang would have. John Lang would have. I would say yeah. there's no doubt about it in my mind. Warren Ryan would have smoked. Jack Gibson would have yeah. smoked. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Who's the one that coached? Oh, Ron Massey. He would have been smoking. Yes, quite. Alan Jones was smoking poles. Was he? Oh, maybe just pole. Oh, because he wasn't gay, was he? Yeah. Is he actually is that out? Yeah. Do you not mm. know that? Jeez. Is that you really? <laughs> yes. Hang on, I'm just personal life. Ooh, Jones has never been married and has no children. Maybe you're right. He is. He's open but it doesn't up. say he's gay. All right. Well, anyway, good do your research after. Oh. Um, what oh, you... Isn't the, uh, you know um, Sydney is called, often called the... Uh, gay capital of the southern hemisphere it's the capital of the world now the gay capital of the world is it? Yep. I thought Sao Paulo was making a run for its money well I think that San Francisco has been left in its wake they just weren't um, yeah. aggressive enough and you know they did a lot of good early work but essentially have been overtaken by the more flamboyant cities of um, Sao Paulo and Sydney quite okay yeah and it's amazing Which... how we haven't had um, you know Apart from Ian Roberts, openly gay players in our game, I'd like you know. Brad Gareth Thomas. 
Yeah, but yeah, he was a code hopper, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I'd love. How good would it be, right, if Blake Austin was just outwardly gay and just you know oh, just flamboyantly gay kids, and running around with just wild sort of slick or BJ no or BJ by law was a fa phoenix. <laughs> 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 He's brilliant. It's quite a good example, actually. Quite a good example, indeed. He's but done would he dress up? <laughs> would he dress up as a girl on the um, on the field? What's that? Or just like as soon as he got by the sheds? I was explaining the concept of a fafa fine because it's not really not many Aussies know that much about it. But obviously, New Zealanders yeah. tend to know a little bit more, probably. Um, it's because if you have like four boys in a family and you have another yep. you have another kid and it's a boy or the youngest of a, a long litter of boys you actually make them into a girl really don't you yep. and it's, yeah, yeah. it's a actually, modern thing isn't it there was an American Samoan soccer player that was a Fafafine <laughs> and the first got Fafafine to compete in a FIFA World Cup qualifier but with the amount of Samoans in our game it's surely there's got to be one coming out. Or they probably don't play league, do they? No, they don't. But I bet you that one of them's got a Fafafine as a, as a um, sibling. Yeah, oh, definitely, no doubt. There's no, no doubt. doubt about it. But they play the role, don't they? They play the role heavily. They've just been conditioned. Oh, yeah. The... Yeah, but, but are them, they gay? Does it make them gay? I don't, uh, don't know, mate. I haven't ran into a few since I've been on K-Road. Yeah, there's lots in K-Road. Hmm. Which is your King's Cross of your Auckland, but a poor man's, a yeah. homeless man's King's Cross. It's just. Uh, I think it's getting better now, mate. To be honest, mm. it's really developed. It's um, Auckland really come along. It's really matured, and that's really sad for Warriors, you know. Yeah, it, is. it was better. Really, Auckland's a league town. It's parts of Auckland are, but yeah, it is. It's got a, it's got a league heart and soul, doesn't it? It's a league town. Um, it's a league what, town. So, what were you saying yesterday about? So you so, read that on the Tigers game. Tigers yep. Panthers game that after each so it must be the Panthers after each try, try they had their own song yes because I'm pretty I, I'm just googling it now to see if it is actually a um, no, it doesn't say but I'm sure when the try scorer scored a try their song came on it just the song suited the players like Dylan Watini the Zelezniak had like um, uh, church music uh, Vic Mensah no, 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 he had like a bit of hip hop. He did, yeah. and um, it reminded me back in the day uh, at cricket. I used to like it when um, you used to be able to choose the song that you could come out to. That was a and then, New Zealand what, cricket max sort of thing, was wasn't New it? New Zealand, but it went into limited overs, and then that fucking Rolling Stones song. Every time Stephen Fleming went out, it was said, "You can't always get." What but you, you want? It was always like just as the sun was going down. But that, that's when he got out at the crease. But his his music that he came out to was the, yeah, the soundtrack was to the Omen. Um, was it? Yeah, that horror movie. Can you remember what Craig McMillan came out to? Yep, his was um, Return of the Mac. Correct. And Chris Nathan, Harris. Nathan Astle's was unbelievable. Yes, you're by, right. By EMF. Chris Kens was back in black. It is. Um, what? So, is there? It should rugby league. I thought it was quite. Well, should rugby league be? What was Chris Harris? Did you know that one? Um, it was the gambler. Oh, what a! That is. He the gambler. That suits him. That does. Suit yeah, him. I think he was the gambler. Yeah. So, but is there more? Is there more? Should we be doing more rugby league? 
I think that celebrating after tries is always a good thing. I don't mind that. But maybe yeah. I think it's a bit gimmicky with the music. I'd rather just have them celebrate. What are your thoughts about having um, concerts before the game? Concerts, maybe for a grand final. You know, you got your. Well, that's idols, what they do. Your about idols, like your bringing... chisels. Yes, exactly. And it's good for the game. And who's that serial pest singer they always bring out? The indigenous one, Jessica Mowboy. She's brilliant. Oh no, I'm just saying she's, she's just as anything. Yeah, you know that guy that sings the Fox League song, um, Scribe. What's his name? Ah, uh, Briggs. Yeah. He's a big VFL man, which I'm not too happy about. I didn't know much about the bloke. Don't know much yeah. about him at all. Um, tips for this this week's big big games. You've got uh, Raiders to beat Warriors. Yeah, well, that's a done deal. Put your house on anyone beating the Warriors. They won't win another game. They'll lose to the Tigers, including that. I'm going to give you three games. You're going to give me three tips for the punters out okay. there. First game is Broncos Sharks. Broncos. Broncos. Okay. Next game, Storm at home to the Roosters. Storm. And then Saturday night, Panthers at home to the Cowboys. Cowboys. Fuck. Cowboys out at the foot of the mountains. Mate, did, the, did Penrith... Actually, Penrith played pretty well yesterday because they were actually... Tigers weren't bad sight. No. I'm telling you, Cleary has turned them around already. Like, they, they can compete. Penrith are good. Penrith, yeah, and Penrith are good. I'll tell you what, Lola here... Gee, he can do some amazing stuff, can't he? But then some... he's just so unreal. Why is he goal kicking? Like that's the type of like you never to get to be a goal kicker because he's never gonna. He doesn't did even you, have a consistent did you personality. Watch, did you watch the Eels Tigers game from three weeks ago when you had to kick pretty much you know ten meters to the yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's all you need to say about Lola here's goal kicking. But he's 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 a that he's, try though he set up for. Um, was it Nofaluma or Malakai? Malachi. It was Malachi. Brilliant. That step in that part. Like, that's what excited everyone when he first came on the scene. Like, even Gesner. I don't listen to Gesner, but geez, he's a good player. I'd put him on Cody the wing. Well, I, I, I would put Lola here on the wing, and that's it. He's a winger. He's just a short electric winger. That's it. No, he's not a winger at all. I t- no, I know he's not, but that's the position of the But he's actually a 5'8". With Brooks, it's not too bad an option. Like, they are yin and yang in a way. So, you know, Cleary, what does he do with them next year? That's the question, right? Um, I don't know. Once you've got Brooks oh, well, and he said, Reynolds. He said he signed him as a fullback, so. Because um, you've got Reynolds, Reynolds got, and Brooks. Oh, they didn't get um, Connor Watson, so then he becomes fullback. Yeah, okay. Not too bad. He, he lets a lot of stupid mistakes in the end goal. What I found with Lily here at fullback is he was good on a dry track, but on a wet track. He would often like let the ball roll too much in the end goal and often get forced in his own. You know, make a lot of mistakes. Oh, I can't stand his... that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, mate, any any big business for Hong Kong Rugby League this week? No, it's off season, right? Off-season. So um, we've got the AGM over here when you're here, just to come and join in. So you should be happy about that. Well, we'll, we'll do a sh- we'll do a show over there. It'll be finals time. Yeah. So um, exactly. Watch watch the space. But uh, in the meantime, mate, uh, gotta love your league. Gotta love your league.